Real talk, real soul. Welcome to Soul Speak, your HQ for ideas and conversation, the podcast show that tackles today's toughest topics. Now, here are your hosts, the Delivery Crew. Here we have season two, episode one. Do, 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 do. Yep, we're going up just like them stonks, baby. Woo! Woo! I know everybody's seen the news lately. I know everybody's seen GameStop or heard about GameStop or heard about AMC. Man, shit's crazy. So, okay, from an outsider's perspective, I've seen a lot of memes about people not understanding what's going on. Give us a quick little synopsis. Well, basically, the hedge funds no, are no, a no, bunch no, no, of no, no, douchebags. No. Let me, let me give you the quick little synopsis. Yeah, give me, give me the quick give time me, event version. Give me the synopsis of how this unfolded for you before, before we get into how much we all hate Wall Street. <laughs> I made money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, needless to say, beyond the fact, um, I didn't even know what was going on at the time. I'm going to be honest. I was literally just doing my thing, my investing thing, you know, reading some articles, seeing what's jumping in the market, and I saw um, GameStop, like, increasing the stock. So I was like, okay, you know what? This is an uptrend. It doesn't look like it's slowing down. Let me buy a couple hundred shares. Or I What sh- was it worth when you bought it? <sighs> Y'all gonna make me have to pull up my account history here. About... Hey, I thought most people deleted their account history. Mm-hmm. This isn't Pornhub. It's fucking Robin Hood. It's Stock Hub. <laughs> you, We're watching Wall Street shit, get that's, fucked. That's good news for them. This is legitness. <laughs> All right. So actually, like I uh, got in on GameStop, but I, that's not where I made most of my money. I only made like six, $700 off GameStop, um, and it was at, yeah, thirty-one seventy-eight. Sure. And then I sold and profited uh, $340 off of that. And then I bought in at AMC. Now, that was the random one. I saw it jump up like 2 or $3. So I was like, okay, like that, that, when it jumps up that much, you have a hard time not. I mean, you got to at least look at it. Increase. So, I mean, Lockheed will, or Avgo will jump 2 or $3 in a day, and it's like half a percent. Mm-hmm. Well, and at this point, though, like, Everything that had already unfolded with GameStop was like all over Reddit and Instagram. Well, I hadn't noticed yet. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't notice until um, so. Then I woke up. I I, I saw it increase a couple of dollars the day before, like the big boom or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'm a short sell, uh, or uh, I buy a bought a call, meaning um, I bought contract. So a contract is a hundred shares at a certain price. And as it, um, because it's a buy call, I expect it to go up. So I'm selecting a price above what it's at. And the closer it reaches to that, what, uh, the bid ask will go up. And as it goes up, whenever I sell, I make profit, whatever I sell at, well, whatever I bought the contracts at plus the amount increase of whatever I sold at times however many contracts I have. So right. you bought one contract? No, I had bought I had bought 544, eight contracts, so that's 800 shares at 68 cents for AMC. So that's $544. I sold it. The, um, so yeah, that was a four-day difference. So like that was a $5 call. So like it had just risen. Like I know I knew it was at like two dollars and something at one point when I saw it at uh, four something. I was like, okay, 
this is looking promising. I knew I saw an article where they said they might like open back up some places. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna jump in it. And then I wake up the 29th. Like this is when it all freaking goes down. Uh, or no, sorry, it's not 29th. The 27th. This is when it all goes down. I hop on, and I see it literally increase eight dollars. Or uh, yeah, eight dollars. It reached like thirteen dollars at this point, highest it had been. And my phone didn't even want me to freaking do anything. Like it wouldn't load. None of the numbers would pop up. None of the servers would load. And somehow it managed to let me like access AMC while I had hit the 13 mark and I'd sold. I didn't get a notification for like 20 minutes. And then when it hit it, I clicked in my account and it had a $4,600 trade. Damn. That's a pretty big win. That's wonderful. I'm kind of, and then, um, oh, and then I also made $1,500 from Snapchat because like they were kind of just kind of, they were headed up too. I mean, shit, they jumped $10 in the last week. Like, I wonder what happened there. Well, uh, a lot of um, different things they did. Um, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? They made a lot of new, um, like, pushes in areas of technology. They are doing the ad filters. That yeah, could be they, pretty it's big. Some, it's, it's something yeah. to do with the technology. They, they found some different, Because like, you could have, like, downy, ultra-soft-like filters, and it's like... Toilet Let me see if I can find the article. This yeah. will be a good reference. <laughs> Look I'm, at me I and my girlfriend with toilet one. paper flying around. Look at me and my girlfriend standing next to the Hey, man, if you're an table. Auburn fan. Look at all these dryer sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like a Febreze commercial. God, yeah, I'm that's, gonna, that's, that's what Snapchat, Snapchat did. <laughs> they uh, they made smell advertisements. Well, oh, they have been pretty volatile lately because, you know, they got all the security uh, protocols with, you know, banning accounts and whatnot. And uh, being a social media app, doing all this, but you know they have such a grasp on the young generation is going to go up, especially like the young generation being all most of the people on Wall Street bets, which is the Reddit community. Which after I made that trade, that's when I realized, okay, something is up here. This is not normal. And then I did some looking in, and I found that the Reddit community has been planning this. They were planning a short squeeze. Now, this is where it gets real. This is why, like, it all happened in the first place. So there was this person, um, can't remember his name, but they call him Diamond Hands. Everybody has Diamond Hands. If you're in the community, you have Diamond Hands. And they also, not safe for work, but they call you a retard. They, they're all, they're all, they all refer to themselves as retarded morons. So don't listen when we tell you to do this, but listen because it works. Like that's just their way of backing their tracks, I guess. I don't was know. that but, so the FBI agents would open the thread? Well, and no, like they, li- no, like they literally on their top, they have their like best categories and it'd be like best losses. And there was some people who's lost like almost a hundred million dollars because they've gained it and then hold the line. However, so the reason why this happened was GameStop and AMC is obviously a shutting down business at this point. We all understand that. Yeah. Retail is a dying industry. Uh, And then, well, some guy had noticed that a huge hedge fund, uh, look up those hedge funds. I know Citadel's one of them, but that's not the major one that lost all the money. It's, um... It shouldn't be too hard to find right now. No. This is pretty recent. 
Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get right at the moment. Look up that. But that hedge fund had put in like a couple hundred million dollars on short sales. A short sale would be like um, buying contracts on a lower price of a stock and saying that the stock will drop and meet that price. And then whenever you do, you... um, you buy back those contracts at that price and then sell it again. And then because of that, you make all the profit of the dollar decrease times uh, all the shares or contracts you have on, on top of what you originally put in. Melvin Capital, I saw a stat the other day. They, had, they um, accumulated a net of 53% loss on this short squeeze. Meaning they had, like I said, they had owned the position saying it'll the price will drop because it's a shutting down company, so the price will have to reach zero at some point, and uh, so that means they're just profiting, taking so much money. Well, we realized that, or so, sorry, Reddit community realized that this guy did, and announced it in the community and said, "Hey, be based off how market works." It's a free market, so you can buy in as much as you want. And he told people to buy because since they were short selling, that means they had all that money in there. And when all that money is in that market, and then you get more people adding on to the market as well, that means the price will increase, and all the money people start cashing out on as it increases is taking money directly from those hedge funds. And it can even get to the point where they owe more money than what they bought in with. And it reached all the way to where they lost like eleven billion dollars, I think it was. It was um, some astronomical number. Yeah, and like they're losing more based off the prices. And like there's been so much freaking talks about a, a class action lawsuit against Robinhood. I'm sure like everybody you traded with Robinhood, right? A couple of years ago, yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. Like it changed the game. It 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 did democratize the market as in you don't have to pay commission fees anymore but whether or not you can trust it or whether they were involved with the hedge funds that was funding them i think you know there is a chance that there could just have been a delay in the funding because that is literally a multi-billion dollar like stock right now based off the volume and they just didn't have the money to pay for it however I do think that uh, it showed clear corruption and it showed that things will need to change. And I think it's woken a lot more people up. Like, it's gotten a lot more people involved with stocks. Well, I mean, especially now, like, it's pretty much a guarantee that, like, Robinhood got paid off to cut mm-hmm. GameStop and AMC. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. There, I there's no other them. reason for them. Well, whether it was personal, because, like, they, they could have messed around and lost all their money. That's and true. Under themselves. That's but either way, true. you should not you should not be able to restrict. And whether or not those hedge funds uh, were able to get rid of those positions as the price dropped, which it has dramatic, uh, dramatically these past few days, like I ended up losing two grand of the profit because I didn't sell AMC at the right time. However, if you follow the Reddit community on Wall Street Bets, they are still holding. Be one because. If they do not end up getting their positions out by the expiration date, then that means those that those contracts are automatically liquidated and that money is still kept in the market and they lose all of it. 
and uh, the price will instantly start shooting back up as long as people are buying and holding. So it will instantly go, it'll do whatever people decide to do, whether they buy and hold, whatever people will do, that's what it'll happen once these short positions get taken care of. It's a wild situation. I was going to say Elon Musk also brought it to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. But and he's yeah. the one that actually posted the Reddit thread for uh, Wall Street bets. Elon Musk is dying. He didn't start confirmed. the thread. Oh, I thought, no, he didn't start the thread. I'm saying, like, he put it out to 14 oh, million, like, followers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How? Um, and then also Mark Cuban did a live discussion in the thread. I, I jumped in and joined that. And he straight up said, he said, like, I believe in you guys. You guys are a clear example to show what the market is supposed to be. Dude, Mark Cuban's goaded. Oh, yeah. Like, he straight And it's a competitive market. He even said... You can't take over the market because you lost. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He was like, thank you, Wall Street Best, because you got my son into investing. And, like, that's all he does, you know? And he can't even get his son interested in it. And now it is interesting because we have control and it is infinitely profitable if done... Freely. Mm-hmm. And we and we now have the means for like, you know, for guys guys like us, you know, we mostly just work a day job and maybe a ha- maybe a hobby mm-hmm. to make, you know, if we're smart about it, he, like $4600, that'd be a huge upswing for me. Yeah. Yeah, stock at the end of the day though, stocks are still tremendously like risky and should be handled with extreme caution. And like if you jump in that at Reddit community, you can see a lot of wild things. However, like, that's the point of it. It's free. You know, so, you get to do what you want to do. What advice would you give to somebody who doesn't have a lot of money to spare but wants to hop in the game, wants to get their feet wet a little bit? I have a different take on this. I'm going to let Ty go first, but then I'll sure. talk about this. Sure. I mean, I'm sure people would love different perspectives. I feel uh, like this is well, all one, game. One for Robin Hood, you have pretty strict policies when it comes to day trading rules. So if you're going to follow those rules tightly – depending on how fast you think you can make your money like and how you set your rules it's all discipline it's all you got to decide how much you want to make when you want to cut when you think is a good cut like i typically like on a solid trade a couple percent gain on a day trade is good but because of my policies I can only make th- uh, three day trades in a five day period on Robinhood, or else they cancel my, or they make it to where I can't day trade until I have $25,000. So I make sure whenever I do day trades, it's on profitable, like over a couple hundred dollar contracts, or um, I just, it's something I plan on holding over a couple of days. So going into it, I would definitely say just read on the terminologies. Everything does something different. It, it's a quick overview. And they, they go into detail. Like, this is not something you just want to go in and put your money into because it takes a little counter into annuity to make the decisions you need to make. Right on. So what I'm hearing is be decisive. But research. Prepare. Do your research. And the reason why I love the Robinhood market uh, so well on like in a day trading scheme is because it's all news-based. As long as you follow the news and like, you know when a company releases a top-of-the-line benchmark technology that's going to boost sales, the price will go up. Or if Snapchat creates a filter that causes a 100,000 download increase, price will go up or something. You know? Yeah. Like, it's all in... <laughs> 
what you see, it's, it's put out there and then you see the direct cause and effect from it. So I agree with everything that you've said. And I think that the most important thing that you've said is research because it shows that you need to be smart about what you're doing. And I acknowledge the fact that, you know, I didn't go to school for this. I was never trained for this. Um, it's not something that I can devote a ton of time to, but I still want to make money in the market. I mean, who doesn't love your money, not sitting in a savings account, doing something for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you out there who are a little more timid um, and still want to see decent returns, let those fund managers work for you. That's what mutual funds are for. I used to be a Robin uh, a Robinhood trader back in 2017. I, I downloaded the app. Me and my girlfriend were going crazy. We were talking about stocks and at work. I worked with her at the, all the time, and it was it was something that we enjoyed. And I realized. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I got with a, um, a, a financial planner and he helped me pick out a, an aggressive mutual fund. And I made 30% last year in 2020. Now 30% over a year is significantly less than $4,600 in, you know, two days, three days. I mean, you're definitely taking the, the safer route, the less risky route for yeah. guaranteed increase. But what I'm saying is for those of you who either don't have the time to put into it or who don't tolerate a ton of risk, it's not a bad way to go. Mm. Um, that's what I do with all my money. It's either in this mutual fund that I use as basically a medium-term savings because I'm trying to avoid tax penalties. Fair. or Because um, you have to remember, anything that you, any stock that you hold for less than a year you're going to pay 40% of your profits in taxes um, just because that's the capital gains rate in the United States plus whatever your uh, your state happens to put on you as well. So I like to put my money in and just forget about it. Let it sit. I've got money in there that's been in there since early 2019. Um and when I take it out, it's going to be a normal income rate of, you know, 10, 12%, something like that. And I plan on buying a house in two or three years because I've put enough in that account that I can put a down payment on a house and get a decent mortgage rate. That's tight. And that, that feels like a safe way to go too. But um, <clears throat> do you think that this uh, this hedge fund thing and – because I think a lot of what this incident has done is made uh, – people who supposedly the Robinhood app was built for uh, realize that the system may in fact not actually be in their favor. Do you think that this uh, whole debacle might uh, hedge some people away from trusting Wall Street guys or brokers in general? Well, might just people never like, trusted them to begin with. That's, that's another good point. That's, I mean, that's not why I haven't put my money in there. I just don't have, I don't have a ton of savings. But I can imagine there's a lot of, there's a, a big naive party you know, I mean, because to the innocent beginner, I'm sure it's not something they're thinking about is the big greedy Wall Street fellas. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and that's what Robinhood advertised on. Like, they, I will say, just because I'm a user, they are the most friendliest user interface for investing. You can get access to cryptocurrencies and every stock on the market, and they have plenty, uh, more than others. Um, 
easily accessible. You can easily read your wallet at all times, access it through their debit card, and they have a banking account information you can set up direct deposit. Like, it's nice. So I hate for it to be so involved in something dirty. However, I do think because it is so fishy, people have already started making movements. And I don't think it's a bad thing because someone will then create something, you know, even better. Well, I, I have two things to say on that. First of all, you know, if I have appendicitis and I am bent over, doubled in pain, last thing I want to do is work on myself. I'm going to go see a doctor, someone who's, who's trained, knows what they're doing. And I have to trust, yes, they're doing it for the money because doctors make good money. But I also have to trust that they're doing what they're doing to help me. And I think that's true. This is especially true uh, given the laws about fiduciary relationships. You have to make sure that your advisor has a fiduciary relationship with you. It's just a legal term that means they have to act in your best interest, not their own. Um, But if you find an advisor who has that, and they lay out the schedule of fees and everything on your on your mutual fund to begin with. Everything's pretty transparent and the fees really aren't that bad. It's, you know, like the one I'm in right now is $5 a year, maybe. Um, and that's just because I go directly with, uh, I, I work with American funds, I go, but I go directly through American funds. I don't use a broker like Ameritrade or Fidelity or something like that. I go straight to the source. Um, And the other thing that I would say is that, you know, well, I I guess that kind of sums it up, is you have to trust, you have to know who you're working with. Yeah. Um, Because there are definitely some people out there who who are Jordan Belforts, and they don't give a crap about you. They're there to make themselves rich. But if you find someone that you really trust and a fund that has well-established and has a good track record, then I don't think you're in any danger of, of losing. I mean, there's always a danger when you're investing of losing money. But but not of being taken advantage of. I Correct. honestly think Wall Street Bet itself is the, the best investment. It, it, they teach you along the way of figuring it out yourself. Like, at, the, at some point, people have to dive in and like try and understand what's happening with their money i mean if you can make enough money to pay someone else to do it yeah that's all handy dandy and fine but then you gotta worry that you have that main issue right there you can bypass all of that with having a community that has obviously shown that if you follow them i mean look at dogecoin dogecoin's about to take off i actually had two indian customers come in uh, to Bayleaf like four days ago and I uh, they ordered like a rather expensive whiskey and I was like oh are you fellas celebrating and they were like yes you see I've invested in Dogecoin <laughs> I mean, they were very they were very very snooty about it and I get why they said I bought it at when it was uh, a six or six point six cents and it is now eight dollars and I bought 500 shares when I went in Dogecoin has like, not hit eight dollars. It it, uh, it did, but it, it has gone back down, I believe. Well, no, uh, Doge, Dogecoin's only hit like what four or five cents. It, the highest it hit was like eight cents. Because okay, so because I was must have been a sixth of a cent up to eight cents. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, because Dogecoin's <laughs> always really, been yeah, that was really the numbers problem. I was remembering, and then I was like, 
My buddy Those freshman year, uh, my roommate, he had put in twenty dollars to Dogecoin when it like first established, and uh, when he checked Just it out, funny. yeah, yeah, <laughs> when he checked it out, well, it's because like that's the way the market works now. I'm in this thing called B Network, and where it's like, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's they're building up their community to like establish the fund, and while they're building it, you can mine on your phone, which takes no battery percentage whatsoever, and like doesn't affect your phone at all and i'm already at like 800 coins so when that market establishes and blows up which it will because it's already reached like over 4 million users and the more people that get in on it the more likely that is to happen right yes the more like and then the bigger the volume increases the fat like with it being known like this it could take off faster than dogecoin or bitcoin and it already has enough like coinage in people's hands to make the market extremely volatile and start shooting that's up. true that's why bitcoin slept for so long was it was it was the first of its kind it's it seemed like a crazy alien concept at the time but now mm-hmm. people are like oh no this could be a real thing and i think if you build a community towards that it could be a great thing i will say i think i'm more with matt on like what i would prefer to do with my money like if if i if i were going to make a serious investment in the stock market uh i would have to be at a point where i'd be okay if that money like disappeared right i would have to be uh so you know i could obviously take that risk it would have to be money it had to be extra money it had to be in my savings uh but i'm not a professional and i don't have a ton of time to do extra research and I'm not gonna hire a butcher to milk my cow. No, like, well, listen, look. By by no means am I like dumping in a bunch of money or oh, doing excessive like, research. Like I'm not even using like I uh, I I have a lot of risk formulas that they use to calculate like whole portfolios and the best way to invest across things when it comes to options all the way through just regular calls or uh, regular buying the stock. And if I um, may stop you there, what's your major? Finance and investing. But I knew I knew this before college. Uh, but it's something that you are looking to pursue, and that you and that you've been thinking about for a while. Like you know, I, I like there's there's stuff that I enjoy doing that I haven't been doing for like a super long time. But I just am thinking about it twenty four seven. You know, like, like, when, like when you get into Magic the Gathering, you still suck, but you're always thinking about like, you know, oh, this is going to be so fun. I can do this. I can do this. And it puts you leagues above people who know zero about it. Or why do you think I'm so good with a soldering iron? I look around and I'm constantly looking at the, the systems, of, you know, the electrical systems and your your boards and your things like that because yeah. it's going to be my job. I'm I'm a computer engineering major. It's and because you love doing it. to think about... these things so i think yes i get you don't put in a a a ton of research by your standards it's not like you're sitting at a computer day trading the entire time (laughs) just tie in a dark room (laughs) (laughs) i I even did the carnivore diet like all the bitcoiners are doing but (laughs) but it is something that you're more um precluded to think about just because it's what you're studying it's something you've been passionate about for a while, and if you if you've got people like me or um, Jared, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> quit names right there. You, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's no problem. It, it was like one second. Yeah, Love he's Jacob. only been a guest like three times <laughs> in Matt's house. <laughs> 
But um, if you have somebody like me or Jared or even uh, I mean Tyler, you might fit into this as well. Yes. Who doesn't think about it? Who doesn't think about putting the research in? Even then, you know, it, it's important for people to know that the stock market is accessible to them, whether mm-hmm. they have the ability to do the research themselves or not. Because there are people out there who will do it for you. Well, see, in my opinion, this way, I, I'm going to be honest. I think people will reach the point where majority of, like, first world citizens will be millionaires out of the night. Like, there will be a huge increase in the gap. Yes, that, I, that that is fault to having a market so accessible because it's going to clearly define those who can use the market and those who cannot use the market. And yeah, if the who, market's accessible, then everyone can use it. Yes, but I'm talking about like those who cannot, who just can't click for some reason or feel like they can't understand it for some reason. Or, right, and like we, we could do the research. We could get into it, we could get smarter about it. I have extra hours in the day. It's, it's something that's really spooky to me and I haven't gotten into because of that. But I agree with you that uh, with Robin Hood, et cetera, et cetera, there's a number of factors uh, that should make you feel much more comfortable about investing. Well, yeah, well, see, the way what I did with it was um, when I put it, I put it in a $2,500 deposit, and I knew that was going to be my Robin Hood money. And uh, they gave me 1000 to wait for my deposit. I had made a, like $1,200 with that before my deposit actually hit my account. And then when I 2500 hit, I made that over five $6,000 sale. And my account had, um, after a couple purchases, uh, rested at $7,200 before I bought my computer. If I wouldn't have bought my computer, after the loss I took on AMC, I'm still at, at $5,000. So I profited 2500. And then from there on, like, as long as you cut your losses, you, you you pick a number that you are fine with losing, and every time it ever reaches that number, you cut, and then you just keep your gains, there's there's no way you can lose, especially if you're following the news articles. And with Robinhood, the way they make it so easy, they have a button that literally you, you hit, it refreshes every news article for you, tells you the big gains of the day. I always look at the big gains, and I'll be like, hmm, jumping 30%, and the day just started at 20 minutes. I'm buying in. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. There are, some, there are some trends that are straight up obvious. There's, there are some trends that you can see, and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that's a yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, though. I do definitely enjoy it. It's a, it, it's a rush. I, um, just because I've tried studying the behavior so much, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot of counterintuitive. I'd be on cloud nine if I could make five grand <laughs> doing my hobby. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a lot of counterintuitive involved. You just, it's, it's a lot of discipline. You make a decision on what you're going to do, or you make a rule, and you, you stick with that rule. You, you, as, you implement that rule as much as you can and then you see the progression in that rule. If it works, you keep it. If it doesn't work, you change it. And then you just do that so many times. It's a trial and error. It's like a scientific method at that point. You know? Fair enough. It's hmm. a numbers game. That's true. Error, uh, some people can't afford error. That is true. That's where, like, if people 
if finance education is more readily available, like if you knew about all oh, that'd this, that'd be awesome. If you just had like a little bit like of core elementary work. school or something, just just coming across <laughs> terminology, you know, Darn just imagine. seeing it. Maybe like it's stuck graders. in your head forever, like the which they don't do in education now. But I think they will because they know that this is like all your life. I don't know if you've heard this, but to be successful, I've always heard you got to make your money work for you. And when they say that, that directly means the stock market. Oh, 100 percent. I've yeah. got I mean, my I have three savings accounts. I have one that's paying me one ten or sorry, one one hundredth of a percent. I have one that's paying me 25 hundredths of a percent, and I have one that's paying me half a percent. That's all crap, yes. um, especially considering inflation is 25 to 3% per year. Yeah. Um, you're, <laughs> I you're, didn't know that. That's a sad yeah, fact. Yeah, you always want to make sure your revenue gain is above inflation. Yeah. Or you're, else you're not doing it right. You're, you're, losing, <laughs> you're not making money. Losing money having it sit in, in a savings account. Hmm. Um, that's why you can't just go for straight zero risk. You have to be, you have, it, there's a lot of risk acceptance. That's like, a totally fair, that's a totally fair point. I, did, I didn't even realize that, that if, I, that if I put my money away to be, quote, safe, that it would just depreciate in value like an old Nintendo sitting, gathering dust. Yeah, you pay price for safety. Safety is not free. It's tough. So I... I so it's either lose your money slowly or... Take a chance on your decisions. Yeah. And take the initiative. Tweak yeah. your decisions. Or yeah. minimize your chance of, you know, minimize your chance of losing everything all at once, putting yes, into yes, one yes. of these mutual funds, diversifying I, I, either everything. Of the, either of the options. I meant to like, get involved with yeah, the stock. Yeah, if, the you, if you treat it like social cues to an extent, like you, you come up with the decision of what you're going to say before you walk up to somebody sometimes. And it's the same in the stock market. You make the decision of what you're going to do before you do it. And then you do it. You don't know your reaction. You just got to take whatever you get and then make your decision based off that reaction. At some point, you got to start with whether it be a little amount or a lot of amount and step over the fear factor. Yeah. And then once you realize your you are in full control, there's no fear. That's fair enough. I mean, it's like the same decision like ours. How much is you know that new game worth to me? Mm. How much is this that, extra food worth? But you know, like you kind of start to look around. That first edition of the new NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, NCAA back, dude. EA stock jumped like seven, eight, nine, ten dollars from that. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's about time they did something else. I mean, even though it's, I think it's gonna be a carbon copy of Madden. Oh boy, boy, howdy, am I worried about that? Yeah. <laughs> if it is, the stock Road will drop faster than the rose. Face of the franchise, huh? You're gonna get a, a terrible story mode with really unlikable characters. I don't know. I'm really hoping that like they they make a specialized like creative player. Like I think they will. Man, just make it Road to Glory. Just, just I do love Road to Glory. See, I was always let a me have a storm game. room. I mean, Road to Glory. <laughs> like I don't know. You could just be a specific player, and it's just more personal, I guess. Mm. I. I then again, I've always been more of a coach here. If coach I can't create my own disgusting in my freak in a video game, I'm not buying it. <laughs> if I can't make if God, I if cannot I, yeah. paint my nails, being a man, and put a vagina on, oh, I don't want to play. That's it. a really specific reference. That's, uh, <laughs> that's one game. <laughs> that's Ty's Cyberpunk seventy or 30, 30, 20, 27, 27. Yeah, that's 20, his 35, 98. 
Uh, that I possibly will not be getting on my new build, which I am excited for. <laughs> the Blade Runner knockoff. What? Yeah, I mean, shit. It could fucking run the whole damn town of Blade Runner. I don't even know what the town's based in. Mm. Anyway. Do you know? Mm. Where's Blade Runner based in? What's the town in the movie? New Neo New York. Honestly, I can't even remember. Dang. I've never seen Blade Runner, actually. That's actually really sad. Yeah, that is sad. My, uh, My grandfather was forced to watch it for a project in college. Like, he went back to adult college. They, like, clockwork orange him? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he was like, no, I never want to see that movie again. So he didn't have it in the house, and he didn't let me watch it. It wasn't a bad movie. Like, definitely you <laughs> had to watch it when it first came out. But then that's when they came out with Blade Runner 2049. Mm. I don't know. Mm. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. But, yeah. So it's depressing. Now that we've <laughs> talked about how you got your money, would you like to uh, comment on what you're going to do with it? Well, I already did it. <laughs> I mean, it's dystopian Los Angeles is where it is. Cool. So I, you're completely off. No, I said uh, two different Neos. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I, I guess I was paying I just heard something Neo New York. Yeah, yeah I did, said yeah. Neo New York and Neo Tokyo. Neither of uh, them right. No. no. Yeah. No. But um, so when I, when I made that money and I saw that uh, 7000 sitting in there, well, it, w- it was like 8000 I instantly transferred 1000 into my bank account. And then I instantly pulled out 1000 cash. And then I instantly organized every PC part I wanted to buy and spent $2,500. This Excellent. is not the smartest financial decisions you should make. Correct. I'm taking my stock money and I'm buying a house, which is an appreciating well, asset. See, well, see, no. See, what I, my thinking was <laughs> is I started with 2500 and after all my purchases and pulling out, I still had twenty five hundred, and I has I still had stock in AMC. I woke up the next day, it was up for like twenty thirty minutes, and I was up six hundred, so I was at thirty one hundred, but I didn't sell. I ended up losing two k. Oof. So, but I'm still profited. Yeah, if I wasn't you lost two k of your three thousand dollar profit. Right? Of my six thousand. Okay. Profit, yeah. 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 Five thousand. So, needless to say, um, like if I wouldn't have spent all my money in one place or at one time, uh, I'd still be sitting pretty, which I'm still, you know, tax season, stimulus <laughs> check. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, just wait until next tax season. Sorry, right, I'm going to make okay. enough money to pay That's that. for a later me. <laughs> yeah. Figure out. That's for a future me to hopefully make enough money and Robin Hood by the time to pay for that. <laughs> Kind of a differential equation, isn't it? Because the more money you make, either way, Uncle Sam wins. Uncle Sam takes the dub. Yep. The we market is never free. Uncle free Sam always deal. gets a cut. I don't need sex. Government fucks me every day. <laughs> <laughs> the United States Army thanks you for your contribution. There's three things yeah. that's always true: death, taxes, and the government always want control. Huh. It's tough. I heard the CIA's got mind control. The Christians in action? <laughs> you know, maybe if we wouldn't have sold our fucking Federal Reserve to the British, we'd be all right. What? Wasn't that in, like, the early 1800s? There's still... No, our system is backed... Like, our main bank is Britain. Like, it's ran by British... Uh, I thought our national bank finances. was with the Rothschilds family. Oh, boy. No, let's, let's do yeah. some... <laughs> 
That one's worth the Google. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who does the National Bank? I, I have a problem with the anti-Semitism in that conspiracy theory. I really do. I'm sorry. I, I thought that I thought they were just like the guys who like worked in the National Bank and were the higher ups in the National Bank. I didn't mean like in a conspiracy way. Oh no, that's a big conspiracy theory. I kn- I know of the conspiracy theory. I don't I don't buy into it. I just thought that was their position. Yeah. So the first story that pops up when I look up British bank that backs the National Reserve um, is the story behind the most insidious Rothschild dynasty. And the pages no longer can be found. However, from the description it gives you, the meta description, let me get back to it. Um, the story that starts with Alexander Hamilton, Hamilton, the father of the first national bank, and then skips periods. Given that the U.S. relied on British capital and British banks were dominated by the blank. And then let me go over to... Um, Pretty crucial blanks. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking a pop quiz. This, yeah, this is odd. <laughs> no, it's a Mad Lib. <laughs> yeah, Mad. Yeah. British Noun. banks were supported by Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Noun, verb, everything runs through the Walmart. That's an and, easy one. Um, Where's my money? <laughs> the Walton family. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> And then there, there's some more stuff that goes into about the Bank of England and how it, they're directly tied into the Rothschild, who you said supposedly back, nothing like truly backs the Federal Reserve. It's the 12 federal banks that are spread out amongst states. However, the biggest bank being New York, there's a lot of conspiracies around it and a bunch of other things. And that's exactly what they are, conspiracies, and we're not going to touch them. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't they're, trying to They're go just there. cool to think about, man. I'm okay, <coughs> yeah, I'm okay with conspiracies yeah. when they're not about my people. We're just playing Mad Libs, dude. <laughs> yeah, but you don't... You gotta understand, we... How, it, it's a likely possibility. Like, there, you can't mark it out. You can't disprove Hey, man, see ya. That's like people who think the moon Lady exists. Rothschild. But, we, we, yeah, but we, can, we can just leave it alone, though. <laughs> That's... That's on the table. <laughs> All right, fine. I just, I just got a life Ty, you can come on to my podcast and talk about that. <laughs> I just got a life message from Revive Superfoods. Hopefully we get a consideration for the sponsorship. Oh, yeah. For legal reasons, we are not sponsored by Robin Hood, and we're not giving financial advice. Yes. For legal These are all just personal experiences and what we have done. Don't listen to us morons. Hashtag poor life choices. Benadryl may make you sleepy. We're all poor. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag hold the line. All right. Let's go around the table. On your tax returns last year, how much did you make? No. <laughs> if I didn't pay taxes. <laughs> Technically, I did. If your social security number was a amount of money, what would it be? <laughs> I withheld uh, If your first name was the numbers government. on your mom's credit card and your last name was the date of expiration and her name, uh, what would your name be? Maybe. Don't put it in the comments section. Numbers three numbers on the back. <laughs> Put that in the comment section, what it would be. <laughs> Please don't. No, do that. <laughs> I'm not doxxed. It'll make stars. So, 
just don't be stupid, please, people. Three yes. digits dash, two digits dash, four digits. The market is fun. It, there is a rush in it. You can don't forget the mother's maiden name. You can't forget the mother's maiden name. Uh, the name of your first pet, your middle school. Yeah. Name of your first Drop teacher. us some fun facts about you guys. The like, city where you were born. Who your best friend was. Where you went to primary school. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite English teacher. The name of the first girl you went to prom with. <laughs> Just like as a random example. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag so speak TV. What was your college's mascot, by the way? <laughs> it was Total a curiosity. What was your uncle's full name? <laughs> the one what on was your the mom's name side of the first pet. And what's his overseas? Oh, that's on all of them. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's like what is the, the name first of the pet's first pet's on all of them. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Oh man. Why do we not? Have, where are the UFOs? Apparently, there's another one. Hey, there was another one. Uh, yeah, the big uh, the big brick of trash. Yeah, <laughs> the, the glare of the. Freaking lights off the windshield. <laughs> Weather balloon. No, it wasn't the windshield. The entire thing is just like one huge iron block. And it's, you're it's like. The, you're talking about the one in Las Vegas where you, like, you can see a clear depiction of what looks to be like a saucer. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking I mean, about. Las Vegas, Los Angeles. I was talking about this article that I read where they detected this satellite moving on the Hubble telescope. And they were like, just the way this thing is moving is not like a. It's not how shit moves unless it's being acted on by another force. Mm-hmm. So it's got some mechanism of thrust. And then they were like, okay, well, that's crazy because, you know, aliens, what? And they looked at it, uh, and it's it's not round in the slightest. It's very long and rectangular, but it's lopsided. So the prevailing theory, right, and it's got no signals of any kind. So, so it's the Borg. The prevailing, possibly. But what we're thinking <laughs> is that it's like some society launched their trash into space to get rid of it. Because it doesn't look like it's manned. Didn't it doesn't look like it's... Joe Dirt? I mean, that Didn't is he possible. find a big ball of And shit. Futurama. But, you know, who knows, man? Maybe Futurama called it? <laughs> they, they have these graphics that start from, like, uh, like when we first started putting satellites yeah, in space. Futurama's got the same so writer as the, the third. No, that is very true. Man. Matt Groening goes and convenes with the Dark One once a year uh, to tell the future. <laughs> but uh, they have a depiction of a photo from, like, a satellite or just debris and satellites in space from uh, 1930 and up. And as it goes up, you see like five, three or five dots at the beginning. And then as like 10, 15, 20, 30 years go by, it starts quadrupling to the point where the outside atmosphere of the Earth is covered by de- debris and satellite. So I have a question. Huh? You said it started in the 1930s? Or 1950s, whatever. That's well, still sus. Sputnik I don't know. What happened in 60? They were talking oh, about yeah. Nazi bases on the moon. <laughs> Oh yeah, just saying. Yeah, they could, they could, they could not even put a navigation system on their buzz bombs. They to, had jetpacks. Hey, all you gotta do is get near it with a buzz bomb. They okay? had meth. <laughs> like that's hey, all man, you had to do. Nazis had a lot of shit going on. They couldn't make an indestructible Led Zeppelin, so they just kind of pointed it in that direction, set a timer, and said bye bye. <laughs> yeah, but you can hear those motherfuckers flying. <laughs> Ram jets, man. Hey, but they got us to the moon. No, no, no. Ramjets were not... Not ramjets. Yeah, no, V1s were the buzz bomb. Yeah, V1s. Yeah, V2s. Right. V2s were the, the, the chemical rockets. They were the ones that got us to the moon. Well, hang on. I played Call of Duty, and I'm pretty sure it's the V2s. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm almost certain is the V2s. <laughs> okay, then the other one... The, one of them's a ramjet. <coughs> and the other one is... That's the reason I'm looking at that up right Saturn V, that's my answer. Saturn V is an American rocket. No, we were actually wrong. It was... 
Actually, the Volta-Gotongval, if I mispronounced that, I'm very sorry because hey, I learned how to read it. But it's actually a V1 flying bomb. Uh, Has the ramjet. No, it's that's what's known as the buzz bomb, is yes. the V1 flying bomb, but it doesn't... I'm trying to see if I can find anything on a ramjet, <coughs> but I don't see it. So invest in buzz Come bombs. Come on, fact checker. Because it's a, it was an early <laughs> Do you see a picture? Missile. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm just, that. I'm just gonna stall him out. Why not? Okay, so if you have a picture, it should no, be the one with the ramjet. this big torpedo-looking thing with two wings on it, and then no, above it, the I back just, of the torpedo. This feels it. like it should be a rocket because we're taking off. Game stop. It's not a rocket. It's a jet. This feels like the Austin Powers. Yes, <laughs> it looks like a big old. Yes, shot but to- no. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, I know you said awesome powers. It, I but yeah, because like, technically it's known as a buzz bomb, but I'm assuming oh, that's just because no, the V1 is a flying noise. bomb, not a flying rocket. Yes. Where the V2 was a flying rocket. rocket. So I was right. Woo! Do we need to tell people <laughs> your profession? I zoned out. Well, no, I actually feel bad because <laughs> I like my space knowledge and the fact that <laughs> I just fucked that completely up, actually. My profession has already been stated on this show. I'm an audio engineer in television production. He owns Soul Speak. I don't no, I own it. True. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I make millions of dollars every year exploiting these poor college kids. For their personalities. <laughs> yeah, Matt, can I get a few extra days on my subscription to come on the show? <laughs> he's a real, uh, he's a real, um... Oh, shit, I'm paying that 5 dollars a month. <laughs> Jerry, what's, what's his last oh, name? The manager who... Mine's seven ninety five. Jerry... What the hell? <laughs> what? Oh, uh... Uh, Heller. Jerry Heller. Yes, that's right. It hops in. <laughs> nah. Jerry Heller was, uh, NWA. Oh, that's right. I thought it was, I thought his name was also Jerry for Hobson too. No, Hobson said it in a song. Oh, we're talking about the subway said, uh, guy. Oh, okay. A, a new age Jerry Heller. No. A scary <laughs> color. Oh, that's right. That was, that was that was that's that, that's oh, Jared. Fuck you. You gotta leave. <laughs> Take your cans off. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> You've been voted off the island. <laughs> we need a guest. Your soul does not speak. Oh, that's oh, the worst no. one. <laughs> I let the meds talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of talk for somebody in Lexapro distance. <laughs> well, that's pretty real estate. <laughs> He's a pretty small guy. There's not a ton of pretty real estate there. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, you could build. You could build a single wire trailer. That's an ass I can, I can maybe be like a two by four. <laughs> Roll my weed up on that ass. <laughs> That's an ass if I got to stand up straight. <laughs> Play cop at him. What? What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I missed that whole sentence. Plank at, that from came in, in, That came out like Charlie Brown teacher language. I want to do that to someone one day when they're on uh, when they're on acid. Just like everybody start Charlie Brown talking <laughs> 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 at the same time, and they're, they're just like, yeah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and they understand you. Yeah, they would. They would. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, cool, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Swear. That's the truth. <laughs> we gotta go get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Man, well, um, what <clears throat> else? Oh, Super Bowl. Oh, oh. Well, we, that that's coming up coming in a future up, yeah. episode. However, I do want to talk about the NRA movement. Oh yeah. 
that like the NRA declared a Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York, which allowed them to shut up and really uh, shut up. Oh wow! <laughs> shut down. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> shut down their uh, headquarters and relocate to wherever they chose, and they chose. Bang, 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 Texas. Woo! Texas. As everybody knew that was. That's me. my surprised face. I mean. We got to cut that. He's got <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I can do that. <laughs> but, uh. So. Two. You just put, like, a fucking blur over it. I mean. That's, and then get, keep the, we got to cut that. <laughs> Man, you should have just gone for Southerner. Just. Just go well, you know, Texas is a new California. <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> there's gold in their hills. <laughs> yeah, so there's riffles in their hills. <laughs> their gold out there is green because look at all that land, man. True. Couldn't agree more. Look at all this land filled with trans. Free real estate. Whoa. <laughs> hey, man, that doesn't sound very accepting. It is very accepting. Everyone has the right to trans ams in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be black trans ams though, whoa, with, with whoa, horns man. on the front. No, 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 or or Pontiac Firebirds, which are arguably the same thing. I saw a Hummer limo. Hey, I'm all about a Firebird. I, when I was driving from California like, to uh, Alabama with my uncle, we had stopped no. at we had stopped at the tip of Texas where they have this. Um, That's like, like saying food. that a Shelby Hush. and a Mustang are the same. I'm sorry. He's I'm pissed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some shit to say. I know. I'm just fucking with you. What was y'all talking about? Oh, oh. Cars. cars. Bailey Bailey says that a Firebird and Trans Am are not the same thing. I mean, they're not. Okay. See? <laughs> okay. They are, but they're not. I wouldn't know, man. I think only Bailey knows enough about cars to have this talk. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's why. Does I Bailey look like he knows about cars? I don't know. He 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 was the one who got passionate about it. <laughs> if you own a Firebird or a Trans Am, leave a comment and tell us why I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. What was my story at? Behind that. <laughs> Tyler, you remember my place? So Bailey can fucking annihilate you over the internet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, totally lost that one. Totally lost it. So how about them lightning, though? I do not want to talk about fucking our hockey league, man. <laughs> That's not my fault, you suck ass. Hey, I tried. First thing I, I heard was, hey, you want to put money on this? Because I'm going to whip some ass unlike I did in football. And he comes in <laughs> and loses three straight weeks. <laughs> By point five points. Ty, of course you uh, you fucking love the stock market. You have a gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> that is not confirmed. <laughs> hey, hey, we got an anonymous page for that. So I have true. not tried to stop. I'm not broke. I'm just fine. Leave a comment slandering. It's not safe to gamble. We do not promote gambling on this page. I do not gamble. I make safe bets. Safe, educated bets. Except when he goes into underground Chinese dens. We don't talk about that. He at plays that point, mahjong and gets at point, by old ladies. At that point, I'm a Chinese citizen. They call me. And <laughs> you gotta cut me and you're saying Son of a bitch. No, same blur at this point. Let's just do blur. Say something funnier. <laughs> funnier fire. Funnier die. 
And they call me White Rice. <laughs> See, well, hey, I think that was okay. No, I, I don't think that was offensive. It was I, just, I, it was just such a reach. Say, I, I don't find it offensive. I'm not gonna say. Are that, you like, Chinese? You can't decide, Bailey. That's how this yeah, works. Yeah, you're white people. You don't get to decide. I mean, but if an Asian guy called me White but Rice, technically I that be white. joke was a white people joke. You know? yeah. They call themselves White Rice. If an Asian dude called me, like yeah, definitely like, is Asian. Yeah, it's and the best part about this joke is the Chinese person people don't even exist that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. No, I'm talking about the Chinese story. people don't exist. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> this is what them proud boys talking about. That's why they consider terrorists. <laughs> They're trying to what? warn us. No, China's a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Xi Jinping is Joe Biden with uh, Pooh Bear's face All right, showed switch off. To okay. <laughs> switch to serious talk. Look that up. No, you mean no, Syria man. talk? You mean the fact that we're at war in Syria now because, you know, Joe Biden decided it was okay to start another pointless foreign war? So he nuked citizens? I mean, not nuked citizens. He bombed innocent citizens? No, no. He sent boots. Oh, he that's sent, been Yeah, we're, we're going back on the ground. Yeah, no, no. That didn't happen <coughs> under the previous administration. Nope. Who I won't mention the name of because apparently that's triggering to people. No, no, I mean, no you can you can call it like it is. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you can say Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, he was a president. I'm gonna say just because he was a shit ass, I mean he didn't do some good things. I mean hell, we remember Taft. William Howard. He baby. invented the seventh inning stretch. He, got a he also got, he also got fucking stuck in the fucking tub. They had to yeah. double wide the tub out because he was big as shit. I heard he got put in that bitch with a crane. <laughs> All right, worst president ever. Let's go around. Uh, Andrew Jackson, I guess. Arguably, okay. I mean, wasn't I mean, it the Louisiana he, Purchase? No, no, no. Thomas Jefferson, Thomas was Jefferson Louisiana did Purchase. Louisiana Purchase. Andrew Jackson mm-hmm. evicted the Cherokee. Yeah. After the Supreme Court told him not to, and then he was impeached. He was also a complete asshole as a person, too. So, But yeah, he got the go. national debt down to zero. So, not all that. That's right. a, hey, I would have to say... After giving it some serious thought... Does his middle name start with an H? Who is this? Ty doesn't know Obama's middle name. George H. <laughs> w. Bush. No. No. Hussein. Barack Hussein Obama. I think is what Matt was getting at. Oh, okay. I mean, some would argue it was also George Bush. Yeah. I mean, I don't like. Yeah, based off numbers, but granted, during the time of need, he would his Texas words helped. Needless to say. I mean, I totally it's true. George agree. Bush was a very calling president. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I liked when he said. There's not many other drive. presidents that I think could have given that speech after 9/11 when he stood. Like, I, th- there's just not, and I think that's a that big, that took a big guy. Yeah. To be fair, this is not H W we're talking about. This is just W. Yes, yeah, it's just yeah. W. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was making an H reference when yeah. he said it. Yeah. Okay. Apologies. Might be. So, so so yeah, who'd you pick? Hmm. I would have to say we'll go with George W. Bush. Oof. Aww. That's sad. Not the boy W. 
I feel bad about war Come crimes, but in 2006, when my dad told me we were going to war, I was like, Let's make that money, Dick you know, Cheney! Hindsight's 2020, 20, but George Bush was an insanely popular guy at the time. Yeah, and Dick yeah. Cheney's like, one of, like, right up there, right behind him. No, I was just finishing my point. <laughs> Tyler. Man, solely just because of what a piece of shit he was, Lyndon B. Johnson. I was gonna say, my that, boy, honestly. Lyndon Baines Johnson is the worst president we've ever had. I should have said, dude, that. his his ass, man. He, he would make people take notes when he was in the shitter. Yep. He would make people <laughs> frequently look at the size of his dick. He all he would. I mean, he whose assistant follows them into the stall. Why? Well, Just take your shit, Mr. President. No, he was doing it in the middle of a speech. Said, what did they get me? The potty monster. I would quit. I would like, quit. That is absolutely where I draw the line. You well, creepy like, fuck. This is America. But I will say, he did miss out on like an all-time like porn name. He could have been LBJ. <laughs> he all, We've all seen he, that episode from College Humor. Just saying. Is but. Lyndon B. Johnson the guy Damn. who wrote those like it's really fucked show. up letters to Martin Luther King Jr.? Hey, I bought it. No, man. no, he was he was very uh, he, he was, was very, part of the civil rights movement. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there, he was kind of hippie. I don't know what I don't know what um. You're, uh, I don't know what was that Goldwater? No. I don't know. This, I don't this know. came out somewhat recently. It was a, pre- a president wrote a letter to George, or not George, who the fuck's George? Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, while he was in prison, and it basically said, You're such an asshole. The only honorable thing to do would be to kill yourself. Do it, do it, do During it. Sign the president of the United States. You would what have the action, Reagan. I mean, you, uh, you can read it, but it's very clear. Well, it states, After your unbearable dishonors as a public speaker, you, like I'm sure you know it. you only have one choice afforded to you. Kennedy, Kennedy and Johnson, because King got shot under Johnson. Yeah. Wait, what's Johnson's name? first name? Lyndon. That is exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so we're what three for five? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. Bailey. No, I mean he. Yeah. He Lyndon Baines Johnson. Yeah, he Lee literally Lee. took it from me. I uh, I also agree. Lyndon yeah. Baines Johnson, and I hate him for. What expanding the shit. welfare state, if nothing else. He's just shitty policy. Dude, he, there were so many. He, and not to mention what he did in Vietnam. Oh, I mean, God. Him, yes. McNamara, and uh, oh, what was our Secretary of State's name? Um, shit, I don't even remember at the time. Hold <sighs> up. Was, was that Brannigan? No, it was. Uh, I Matt have Flanagan. his book sitting in my. Somebody really. It's a big name. It was. Uh, George W. Man, no. if only we didn't do undisclosed activities before this. <laughs> <laughs> like go pick grass and collect yeah, applesauce. I can never focus after the orgies. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. It was, um, <laughs> hey man, you can't say that. Can't say out of the bag. There's actually nothing wrong with the word orgy. What's wrong with orgies? There's not. They're like ancient Greece. Uh, Henry Kissinger. Kissinger. Ancient Mayan, yeah. Uh, Kissinger. Ancient Mayans did a lot of movies. Yeah. Between, between Kissinger, and McNamara, Greece. and Johnson, like, we screwed up Vietnam royally. I mean, we, we shouldn't have even been, even been, been the there. Like, well, no, there was, there was reason to be there, and that was, you know, stopping communism, because that's what we do. No. No. Yes, I mean that's kind of what I we've do, done throughout over half. Yes, of that was yes that was like, the goal of the war. I un, I understand. I understand. I understand from a right wing perspective. That's like that's like a super noble goal. Like yeah, that's what our government should be doing, protecting other governments from the spread of this evil thing. Um, I do not think that anything was worth like the co- the life the, the cost in lives. 
that yeah. the Vietnam when you, War When you was look worse. in hindsight, yes. And obviously at the time, if you did a lot more thinking, we should not have been in there. However, like that's sadly how it falls down to the personality of pr- the president. Because when every president, every president's had their own like polar policy on how they handle foreign policy. I'm just saying if the French had actually grown a pair and taken control of Indochina, we wouldn't be having this issue. I mean, it's it's you're absolutely right. There was I mean, you can look at the French and pretty much any point in history they don't pull the trigger. They don't. They're never the ones to. Except for Napoleon. And when they did, they had a fucking revolution and King that brought Louis down the, the government that pulled the trigger. And all the other King Louis and Charlemagne. Mm. I mean, it's Charlemagne, just, Charlemagne French. the God was, was a terrible man. Oh, you're you're absolutely correct. Um, France really France really didn't get the reputation for being shitty at war until the world you know, wars. Uh, until really World War Two, even in World War One, France was a big competitor. France uh, had more manufacturing power than Britain to get tanks on the battlefield, but a lot of and the manpower and energy years. spent in World War One pretty much did nothing because we had no idea how to do trench warfare. <clears throat> and unfortunately, the Blitzkrieg was perfected by the Second World War and just, you know, sucked to be in Belgium and the eastern side of France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at that point, they started slowly going, no guns. I mean, in a lot of places, no guns makes sense. But we were literally founded on guns. And then yeah. the knife rate crime drug goes through the roof like this. Hey, stop, stop. Guns and cannons. Yeah, but I'd rather... I don't know. I I'm mean, just saying, I, we did steal cannons. I'm going to put a cannon in my I kitchen. would love to live in a world without guns. I do not think that in America, I could, no matter what the law is, I would ever live in that world. I can't. I lie. don't think that you can take all the guns from Americans. They won't have it. It's a very important part well, of our culture. I can't lie to you, too, man. And this is, and this is honestly why I'm so comfortable around guns. I came up around them. Mm-hmm. Most of my family Same. members have had them. Mm-hmm. I've grown up shooting them. I've shot all kinds of different weapons. Cool. I mean, shooting skeets a blast. Shooting oh, down a range is a blast. <laughs> I mean, it's it really is, and. When it comes down to it, and this is probably just a Southern value that I hold very close, but if I have a wife and kids one day, and I have an intruder in my home, I'm not taking the chance. That motherfucker's going to die. Yeah, uh, Paul Paul raised a little truck. I mean, that's just, that's the way it is, brother. I mean, end of story. Uh, That's one of the values I hold near and dear. And I don't think that tricking your people and to registering their guns just to take them on down the road is a good way of doing things because you know what the violence that's already happening you're just fucking kicking shit on it and it's only going to get worse i apologize for my tangent no you're okay i think we all i I believe heavily in the got a little juice step like i grew up around guns as well i'd choose somebody over my dog i know damn well i'd choose somebody over (laughs) wife and kids (laughs) My, my my poor little Athena, she'll bark, and then she'll be like, oh, what's up? And I'll be like, damn, thanks for that. <laughs> now we have an intruder in the house, and the dog's trying to play with him. Ah. <laughs> yeah. My- uh, Athena's play it might scare off an intruder, though. Totally. <laughs> That's why we got the pit. Right? I've, I've gotten better at blocking uh, with my knees 
because every time I go to Tyler's house, his dog jumps diagonally into my testicles. Well, that's, that is until every time she moves, her fat has to shake from one, or her skin has to shake from one direction to the other, which throws her running off. Yeah. Well, that's a huge advantage, though, because if you're a dog and you get bit and your skin is fucking loose, like, uh, when, when our little dogs were fighting a second ago, uh, Molly would, like, grab Alex under here, and Alex is just, like, 40% neck. So she'd just whip her head around and then bite her upside down. That's why they have loose skin. Jared is pulling the skin underneath his chin, uh, above the throat. Yeah, to demonstrate what the neck is. <laughs> I said neck. neck. <laughs> he said like a turkey neck. Gobble, gobble. Right about where she is. Alex doesn't have a fucking turkey neck. She got a, a fat little neck. Athena still like wrinkle. Athena oh, no, doesn't wrinkle. What facts do you have? Yeah, yeah. I have no facts. Oh, yeah. He said, I have loose skin myself. Well, <laughs> oh, very loose skin. <laughs> Just it's, it's a brand new have suit. You, have I'm you actually seen? the cockroach from Men in Black. Have you ever seen the... Uh, one. No, it's more of a wing suit. <laughs> oh, wait, that was the whole ass uh, wrong. <laughs> He's the one that was like... I'm sugar. imagining a flying squirrel in water. A flying squirrel's like... I was the cockroach that when he pointed down and he was like, is that your cousin? <laughs> that was me. Think about think about a flying squirrel skin flaps with uh, on a human man with a human man's density of hair. She's <laughs> like a really nasty fucking hellbag creature. We started this talking about stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, we're I'm in, buying we're stocks in wings in, in wingsuits. <laughs> it slowly became a ship poster. <laughs> really, stocks has increased. Man, honestly, way. though, we needed to kick this shit episode. We yeah, were, I mean that's that's pretty much what this is. That's what I told you. I mean, it was going to be a little bit of everything. Mean. And we just had a lot also, of stomp news. I, speaking of a little bit of everything, um, Edge won the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, man. I used to love Edge. That's Edge Spear, I loved it. He won. WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was scared that you were actually talking about edging. I was like, what the fuck are we talking no, about? No, we're definitely not. <laughs> you, you do know that that's all scripted, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But it's Everybody still fake. Like, it's entertaining, though. Yeah. <laughs> I played the video games all the time, like the old ones. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. But you were know, a you could argue professional fan, sports. I was a cane guy. Right? <laughs> How are professional sports scripted? <laughs> Other than not other than wrestling, but the, like okay, the thing about the thing pro about wrestling is, is that it is scripted. They still, but they, yeah, uh, the two hundred pound guy is still falling on top. of Oh, him. I'm not, I'm not denying. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters wrestling. Break yeah. necks, I'm like. not denying the fact that they're not amazing athletes. All I'm saying is, that yeah, they're not professional fighters. Rigged. They're professional actors and very talented athletes. Yes, they're. It's a blast to watch. Sometimes they're super like, cool. Like I'd cut on the Royal Rumble, like really and truthfully. Um, just it was a name that honestly I didn't know was still floating around the WWE ring. He'd been out for a while. I thought so, but just we were hitting a little bit of everything. But yeah. um, what's what's our timestamp at right now? Uh, buck eleven. Buck eleven. That's well, not too bad. It's about do average. y'all wanna y'all wanna preview the next episode? <laughs> I would like to make some predictions. Yes, let's go with predictions, and then we can wrap her up after that. Word up. Super Bowl. What are we at? Fifty five. Yes, sir. I th- yeah, I think we're at a clean LV. Yeah, there we go. All right. So the Chiefs of Kansas City and the Buccaneers of the Tampa Bay, who will be playing at, at home. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, the, this will be Tom Brady's first home Super Bowl. 
It'll be anybody's first home Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, that's the, right. it's the first home Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's but right. um, it's also Tom Brady's first year in the NFC. He beat Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers to get here. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers just has he a, also a penitent for NFC's. choking in the NFC Championship game. Dude, I, mm, uh, I know you're a Packer, so. I, I mean, it hurts. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, uh, you're wrong. I will. I can say that I will stand by my guy Aaron Rodgers. He's not the reason we. Okay, that's games. fair. He's he's more often than not the reason we win any of the ball games we do, that because it sure as fuck ain't Aquanimea St. Brown and Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like he's we've got Devontae Adams, but I will say I've watched Devontae Adams get strapped up by CB ones. Scantling drops more balls than twelve year olds. Oh, mm. oh man. So, all right, predictions. I think that, and this is an unpopular opinion, I think Kansas City is going to win. Mm. And here's my reasoning for that. Here's my reasoning for that. They have one of the best offenses I've ever seen in the NFL, and they can absolutely cut it on whenever they want. And if that Tampa team comes out slow to start either half, they will lose that ball game. Yeah. Tampa will have the fan advantage, but – we also, if we see a Tom Brady that was anywhere close to the Tom Brady we saw against Green Bay, it's not going to look good for him. Or he's the only quarterback I've ever seen in a championship game throw three picks and win. Yeah, I I tend to agree, and simply because of what I saw, and I know this is forever ago, but Week Six against New Orleans, Tampa Bay just fell apart, and that was enough to make me doubt that they can. Perform week after week after week. Yeah. Week six? I think it was six. I wouldn't, I don't know. It's just hard to value something that early in the season because you have learning curves as a team. You, it's like, no doubt. You aren't your best as a team until about game nine or 10. So it's no doubt that Tampa Bay's rolling right now. But you have to think and really deep dive in this because there was a report coming out about. Uh, Tom Brady yelling at one of his teammates something. It wasn't anything bad. He was crying after the game. He's like, we're not done yet. It's like, you know, super hype thing. But think about the mentality of that locker room right now. Those guys have never been there. You're thinking about some of your star players could shit the bed. Like overnight, it happened to my Packers. Kevin King, you could make the argument he lost that game. Yeah, Mike Evans doesn't have over 100 yards. They lose. Mike Evans can't beat a CB1. Godwin needs to show up. Gronk looked okay in his couple of catches a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I mean, Gronk's going to show up. Where's AB? Uh, AB's coming off an injury. I think I do think he's playing. Okay. That He'll show help. up. Well, maybe. I, I mean, don't know, man. I had Tampa Bay going all the way. Well, I mean, as you know from last week, I was uh, I was a Packers Bills Super Bowl. Me too. <laughs> so I have no idea what's going on in this game. Like I haven't even thought. It about could it. be anything, really. I had be. the Bucks I and the, the Bills team. going. If I'm gonna be honest, so I did I not think the Bucks were gonna make parlay. it in the NFC. However, I had it right that the Bucks were gonna. Yeah, go. lost your parlay. Not a degenerate gambler at all. <laughs> I didn't technically make the parlay, so I didn't lose any money. Yeah, because you didn't have the money to make the parlay because you lost so much I money did, to be gambling on stocks. I did have the money to make the parlay. <laughs> That's not the issue. The issue is Alabama is as backwards, and I can't have a legal sports book in the state of Alabama, and I cannot properly bet how I want to. It's a good thing we record in not Alabama. 
<laughs> We've already announced that we are Doxed. around the Birmingham area. Yeah, I think could have been England. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, yeah, we're all English. Yeah, we're from England, mate. Come on, England! <laughs> Score some fucking goals. <laughs> I feel bad for the English people listening. I guess the fucking squads. Well, if there are any English people listening. Man, that's where we lost half our listeners. Stop listening. <laughs> yeah. Our listeners went from 10 to 4. <laughs> I hope this gets me canceled. God, hey, I'm, I just saying, this I'm just saying, this started, like, this started in the same topic. It ended in a shit post. <laughs> <laughs> True. Bailey, you can write the overview for this. Yeah. <laughs> They said this one goes shit crazy. Post to shit post. <laughs> we start shit with post. stonks and we end with shit post. <laughs> shit post to shining shit post. <laughs> you can't polish a turd, but damn it, we try. It glisses. No, it just turns into Bono. All right, so did everybody oh! make their predi- did everybody make their predictions? Uh, Jared, Jared. No, you gotta make a prediction. I don't. Daddy Brady or uh, uh, or baby boy Mahomes. I go. I go with Brady. I hear he wins a lot. True. All right, That's good a, pick. Not a bad pick. Solid. Solid. So, just because, because honestly, I don't give a flying fuck about the two teams that are in it. To be honest with you, who is uh, your team, Bailey? I'm a Steelers fan. Like I was happy, and then we just started losing. That's essentially what I happened to me this season. Like that. But uh, nah, uh, just because of you. Three all just ganging up on Tyler. I'm going to go to Kansas City. Yeah. Just because. Oh, well, you know what, Bailey? I've got some things to go behind that just to help uh, you out. Um, I mean, I, I'm also going off. So I, I do enjoy well, Jack Nine on. as well. <laughs> he really So we're looking at a kid, uh, Patrick Mahomes, won his first Super Bowl at 24. Um, he's returning for his second. Uh, he's coming back. He already had a 50-touchdown season, so we know he can play. Also had one of the best uh, touchdown-interception ratios in the league that year, I believe. And he still had 40-something this year. Um, he's got Tyreek Hill, who makes big plays every game. Every game he makes a big play. He's not one you've got You've got Travis Kelsey, who is an absolute <laughs> beast out there. Even at 31, he can, he can fly past defenders. He, if you stick a linebacker on him, he will blow by them. And there, I don't think there's a safety on that team that will tackle him. You're also looking at Le'Veon Bell back there taking mm-hmm. carries. And uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I believe, is still back there. Um, both guys that can absolutely chop you up on the ground. Um, defensively, you've got Tyron Matthew. Uh, not uh, Sammy Coates still on that offense? Or Sammy Watkins? Yes, he is, but he's hurt. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. They got a lot of people hurt. Tyreek Hill like, is still pretty banged up. Tyreek Hill, I don't care. He's going to come to play. He wants that chip. And that, I won't lie, that Kansas City team's hungry. They had a taste of blood last year. Oh, season. I mean, They're, I know they are. I love them. Like, I, I want them to win the first time they played Brady and they fucking like, let it slip out from their grasp. But I just don't think it's there this year. We will see. Yep, that's why you play the game. Uh, we'll Bailey, what's, what's the line? Do what? What's the line? I don't fucking know. 
Hold the line. Do your job. Do your job. No. Hold the line. <laughs> we are here. All right. Well, quick tangent, real quick. There was some dude who was arrested for uh, smoking crack for, and then staying outside a GameStop for 36 hours straight yelling, hold the line. Oh, oh I, yeah. I saw I that. that. I don't know about the validity of that, but I saw that. We I got, believe uh, it. Mine we, said PCP. <laughs> Mine oh, said yeah, PCP. yeah, PCP. Yeah, PCP. That's right. That's right. Sorry. We got a chant going in the bar the other night. Some dude was yelling, uh, "Hold, uh, hold the line!" And I started screaming back, "Don't sell!" We got the entire bar going back and forth. It was cool. fun as shit. That's how you know, man. That's Everyone you know. was wearing masks. Don't worry. Yes, <laughs> and social distance, six feet. Even though that new strain was there were found only twelve people in the club. in Jackson County. Yeah, or Jefferson County. Sorry, that. Yeah. What the fuck am I saying? Hey, you're welcome, guys. The English strain. All right. Uh, well, stay tuned, guys. Uh, next week, we'll be having the Super Bowl episode. Wait, wait, wait. What's the line? You were supposed to look this up while we were oh, talking. Oh, that's right. Hold the Line is a song by Toto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do your research. Figure out what the line is. Make Isn't that bets. a dog? Let us know what, you, what your predictions are. Hashtag uh, Super Bowl predictions. Hashtag uh, they will win. Hashtag Bucks. Hashtag uh, oh shit, Chiefs. <laughs> uh, st- we love you guys. Uh, we're glad you listen. Real talk. Real soul. Soul speak. Like what you hear or have a topic suggestion for the show? Join the conversation and subscribe now on social media at SoulSpeakTV or visit SoulSpeak.tv for more exciting content. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. SoulSpeak, real talk, real soul. Soul